Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'm Richard Roberts, your host. I'm glad you joined me today. If you have not uh, had an opportunity to share with your family and friends, please do let them know about this podcast. Uh, Wherever they download podcasts, they can get it. And I pray and believe that it will be a blessing in their lives. Each week I bring a podcast sometimes with guests, sometimes solo like today. (laughs) And I have something important to share with you today. We all know that God is a good God. My father, Oral Roberts, taught that message here in the States, Canada, and nations all over the earth. God is a good God. He's not a bad God. He's for you. He's not against you. And 3 John 2 makes it clear. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. God wants you well in every area of your life. So let that sink down into your heart, into your spirit today. Let let your ears hear it and let your spirit man hear it. God wants you well in every area of your life. I'm talking spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, in your family, in your business, in your job, in your ministry, in your marriage, in every area of your life from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. God's a good God. He's for you. He's not against you. And he wants you well in every area of your life. All right. Having said that, You say to me, well, Richard, that's fine, but why haven't I been able to get my prayers answered? (laughs) Now, don't tell me you haven't said it, (laughs) because I know I've said it. I'm sure you've said it many times in your life. There are things in my life right now that I've been praying for for at least 10 years, and I still have not seen the answer. Uh, How many times have I gone to God and sometimes I've said some things that I wished I hadn't said to God. I had to repent afterwards and saying, God, what's the deal? How come, God? Why aren't I getting my prayers answered? What's the problem? I'm sure you face the same thing. As a matter of fact, you may be facing it right now. Well, I think one of the reasons is because there are some blessing blockers that show up in our lives. Now, King David had an interesting thing to say in the Bible. He he said to the Lord, search me. See if there's anything in me that's not of you. Or in other words, search me, God, and see if there's some type of blessing blocker that is holding me back from the things that I am believing for. In my life, I've had to deal with blessing blockers. You, You may have dealt with them, or you may not be aware of blessing blockers that are in your life. Well, I took this to heart recently, and I wrote a new little mini book called Blessing Blockers is something in the way of your breakthrough. And I'll tell you how you get a copy of this a little bit later on. And in it, I outline a number of blessing blockers, things that can stop your blessing or things that may have stopped or are stopping your blessing from coming to you now. And as I made this exhaustive list, (laughs) I found myself in it a lot. (laughs) And there was some repenting that I had to do. And uh, there were some things that my wife and I had had to do and to change because we found there were some blessing blockers in our lives. And there just may be some blessing blockers in your lives. Now, I'm not saying this is every one of them, but I have written them down here, and they're in this little book, which I'll share with you and tell you how to get your free copy in just a little while. Let me just go over some of them with you. I may not take the time to go over every one, but I'll see how much time I have. The first blessing blocker I wrote down is doubt. 
Doubt is like taking gasoline and pouring it on your seed. You go out and you dig up, you dig up the ground, you put a seed in the ground, but if you pour gasoline on it, it ain't going to grow because doubt can destroy you. <laughs> and you know what? If you listen to the media, you get filled with doubt every day. More and more doubt poured on top of you because they just keep repeating the same thing over and over again till you get frightened and, and doubt just comes creeping in. Doubt does not come from God. Now, I'm not talking about honest doubt. I'm talking about the kind of doubt that comes to plague you. Doubt is a blessing blocker. You have to believe. You have to cast the doubt out and say, I'm not going to doubt God's word. I'm not going to doubt my faith. I'm not going to doubt what God has put in my heart and what he's spoken to me that I'm to do, I'm to believe, I'm to say where I'm supposed to go. Doubt is a terrible blessing blocker. And if you have been dealing with doubt, you need to say in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to doubt. I'm especially not going to doubt God anymore. You know, some people pray and they say, well, I prayed, but now I wonder. I wonder if God is able to do this. Well, that's doubt. It can cancel out your blessing faster than you can imagine. The second blessing blocker I wrote down is, um, well, it's kind of two parts. It's fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety can block your blessing from God so quickly. The Apostle Paul had a word for you, though. He said to his young protege, his secretary, his assistant, Timothy, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but instead he's given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear does not come from God. Well, if fear doesn't come from God, where does it come from? There's only one other source, friend. It comes from the devil. Fear comes to torment you. Doctors tell us that we have two fears that we're born with, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Other than that, all other fear is learned. Now, I'm not talking about a healthy respect. I'm not talking about uh, taking a child's hand to cross the street or going to a light for fear traffic might hit you. I'm not talking about that. That's a good, healthy respect. We all need to do that. But I'm talking about fear that comes to torment you. Job in the Bible said, the thing I have feared the most has come upon me. Somehow fear acts like a magnet and it attracts problems. Well, you say, well, how do I deal with fear and with the anxiety that comes along with it where I'm just in a, in a state of shaking all the time? You've got to say fear in the name of Jesus. I bind you. God didn't give you to me. I take hold of that spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, I'd go into detail in this little book about how you can do that and get rid of that blessing blocker. Now, the third one is unbelief. And unbelief pervades the lives of many Christians. They love God, they believe in God, but they have this pocket of unbelief. And it's illustrated by the story of Jesus coming down from the Mount of Transfiguration. And there was a, a man who had a demon-possessed son, and he had gone to nine of the disciples, and they had prayed, and nothing had happened. And Jesus came down the mountain with Peter, James, and John, and said, Jesus, I asked your disciples to pray and cast this demon out of my son, and they couldn't do it. Now, if you can do anything, and Jesus said, it's not if I can do anything, it's if you can believe. The man gave a telling statement. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Now, here's a man who believed God, and yet he still had a pocket of unbelief in him. And that's the story of many Christians today. They believe God. They love God. 
They're trusting God. They're trying to live for God. But they have this pocket of, of, uh, of unbelief. It can block your blessing. Well, Jesus touched the boy and healed him. And the man got the blessing block removed. And that's what you need to do. You need to say, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to allow this unbelief to wreck my life, to ruin my life, and to stop me from believing what I have prayed about. Now, the fourth blessing blocker that I wrote down in this book is a spirit of pride. And I've been guilty of this as, as well as many others. You know, uh, you allow your head to get so big you can't get in the door. <laughs> kind of like the donkey on Palm Sunday thinking the, pra- the, the palm branches were for him. <laughs> you cannot allow a spirit of pride to get into your life. A spirit of pride gets in your eyes and gets in your heart and gets in your ears and you, you say and you do things that you, you really don't mean. It's not you, but that spirit of pride rises up. You know, my, my grandmother, uh, Granny Roberts, uh, Claudius Priscilla Roberts, my dad's mom and my grandmother, said to him, Oral, stay little in your own eyes and obey God and you'll bless the world. And my father, Oral Roberts, used to say that to me, son, stay little in your own eyes and obey God and you'll bless the world. Don't let a spirit of pride rise up. And when it does, when it does, or if it does, just say no, no flesh, down flesh. No, I'm not going to allow that spirit of pride to rise up because I don't want it to block my blessing. I'll share about that in this book. The next one is not knowing what the Bible says and not doing what the Bible says. There is no substitute for knowing the Word of God, but if you don't ever open the Word of God, you'll never know the Word of God. You've got to sow the Word of God into the garden of your heart. People often say to me, well, Richard, you quote a lot of scriptures. Do you memorize them? No. I've never memorized a scripture. I've just read it and meditated on it over and over and over again until it becomes a part of me. Knowing what the Word of God says is very important. Not knowing what the Word of God says is a blessing blocker. And not doing what the Bible says can be a blessing blocker. The Bible says we're not just to be a hearer or a learner of the Word. We are to be a doer of the Word. Faith without corresponding action is dead. Just saying I believe is not enough. There's got to be a corresponding action. I can say to my wife until the cows come home, uh, honey, I love you. But until I do something to demonstrate that love, there's no way she can know how much I love her. Remember once I said, I love you, Lindsay, and she said, well, if you do, take out the trash. (laughs) Brings you to your proper level real quickly. That's in this book. And I pray it'll be a blessing to you. Here's another one. Not following biblical instructions on giving. If you're not a sower, you don't have any reason to expect a harvest. Farmers know if you don't put seed in the ground, you're not going to get a harvest. Not following what the Bible says about giving can be a terrible blessing blocker. And I'll share about that in the Bible, in the uh, word of uh, the, the book, I should say. And then unforgiveness. And holding on to the past is something that so many of us do. We, we just won't let something go. I, I saw an athlete the other day on, on the news. And uh, they had this, this particular athlete, I won't name the sport, this particular athlete had lost a race some four years earlier. And uh, she said, I've never been able to get it off my mind. Well, that has blocked her 
from being blessed in her ability. And she said it again after she had lost another race just recently. You've got to let go of the past. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing forward toward that which is ahead, I reach out for the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There's not much you can do with your past except give it to God. Everybody makes mistakes. You do, I do, we all do. And some people just dwell on it and they will not let go of it and they pet it and they won't let go. Got to let it go. And not not allowing those things to take a, a grip on your life. And I'll share more about that in this book. Unforgiveness is a killer. My wife would would tell you if she were here, she would say that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. There's just no future in unforgiveness. Now, it's easy to say, well, that person doesn't deserve to be forgiven. Well, maybe so. (laughs) But the forgiveness is not so much for them as it is for you. I'll share about that in this little book. And then here's another one. Unhealthy relationships. Getting yourself hooked up with people who don't believe what you believe about the Bible, who don't believe what you believe about God, who don't believe what you believe about the Lord. Maybe there's some unhealthy relationships that you've been around or you've been involved with that you need to cut off. Now, you don't have to be mean about it, but there are some folks I'm just not going to have a relationship with, okay? Not that I don't love them. I'm just going to love them from a distance, And I'll share about that. And then one of the biggest blessing blockers is sin. And if there's sin in your life, I promise you, if you say to the Lord, Lord, is there some sin in my life that I need to repent over? I promise you the Holy Spirit will bring it to your remembrance just like that. And you can say, okay, God, I see that. I repent. I'm sorry. Sin is a terrible blessing blocker. And if there's sin in your life, it's so easy to say, God, I repent. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to say that again. I'm not going to go to that place again. I'll share more about that in this book. And then negative thinking. (laughs) You know, some people's glass is half full and some people's glass is half empty. Some people walk around saying negative words all the time. I try to avoid those kind of people and I try not to be that way myself. I try to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative because talking negatively is a terrible blessing blocker. And then here's one more, and I'm sure there are many more than these. Uh, Guilt and condemnation. The devil comes in and tries to put guilt on you and condemnation on you because of something that's happened. Something you did, something somebody else did, something that was your fault, something that was somebody else's fault, something that was nobody's fault. And yet the guilt and the condemnation comes. And when you allow that to settle in on you, that can be a terrible blessing blocker. And you need to let those things go. And you can do it. And I'll share the principles with you. This little book, Blessing Blockers, is something in the way of your breakthrough. Is a gift that I'd like to give you. Now, I've just... Well, in fact, just finishing up, I'm finishing up a letter to all of my friends and partners for March. And I'm just getting ready to put it in the mail in the next few days, and the people will be getting it in the next couple of weeks when, 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 when it gets to their home. And I'm offering this book, but I'm doing it first on my podcast. And I'm offering it free. If you'd like to have this book, I'd like to give it to you, but I, there's no way I can know you want it unless you let me know. 
So you can, uh, you can go online, oralroberts.com slash bookstore. That's oralroberts.com slash bookstore. Or if you want to include your prayer request, just call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777. That's 918-495-7777. And ask for your book, Blessing Blockers. I pray and believe that it will be a blessing in your life. As I said, I'm not selling it, I'm giving it. But I can't give it to you unless I know that you want it. So go online, oralroberts.com slash bookstore, or call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777. When you do, uh, share your prayer request with me. I receive prayer requests from people all over the world every day, and it's a joy and an honor to pray and to believe God for a miracle. I believe this little book, Blessing Blockers, is something in the way of your breakthrough will be a great blessing in your life. It's not, won't be hard to read. It's very small, you know, not that many pages. It won't take you more than four to half hour, 45 minutes to read it, but I, but I, but it's powerful. You know, good things come in small packages and I pray and believe it will be a blessing in your life. God bless you. And I will see you next time here on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Bye-bye for now. In the mini book, Blessing Blockers, Richard explains how hurtful experiences or personal battles in your life could be blocking your blessings from God. Fear, unforgiveness, and doubt are just a few of the things on the list. Learn how to tear down these obstacles in your life and put yourself in a direct position to receive God's blessings and miracles. It's a free gift to you. Just log on to oralroberts.com bookstore to order.